0: The idea of writing a memoir pushed me out of my comfort zone. So instead of trying to eat the whole elephant in one sitting, I took small bites. Rachel Trotter.
1: You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Leigh Today's topic, we are going to be addressing the use of real stories in your writing. Keep in mind that whether or not you're writing a memoir or a piece of fiction, it's well known that writers write what they know. Oftentimes they will draw from real experiences to create scenarios to create things that happen in their story. And this is especially true if you are writing an actual memoir where it is all about telling your true story. So today we're going to be
0: talking about both those aspects of using truths in your life to tell your story. The first part we're going to be talking about the truth in the memoirs, the kinds of pitfalls that can get authors in trouble, even if they're just telling their own story, and then how to access your personal experiences if you're writing something that is clearly not meant to be interpreted as fact, but you're still calling on these personal experiences you've had to make the characters real. So first, let's talk about the truth in the memoirs specifically.
1: When people are asking advice for writing their memoirs, we are reminded of a cartoon that has an author doing a book signing for a book titled My Terrible Life. And then the parents off to the side saying, if we would have known you were going to be an author, we would have been better parents. A lot of the reason I think people sit down and say, I need to write a
0: memoir is they want to make something good out of something bad that happened. So if they had some sort of terrible life experience, they're writing that memoir in order to make something good out of it. But you end up
1: monetizing trauma in a very uncomfortable way. It's one of those things where you need to kind of look at your purpose, your goal behind writing and publishing a memoir. In a lot of the cases that we've seen of people who maybe they talk to a therapist and the therapist recommended, hey, you should compile your stories, you should write them down. They think that translates into, oh, I need to write a book and go out and sell it and let other people learn from my experiences. We have say this a lot with writing in general. It's perfectly acceptable to write because you love it. It's acceptable to write because you need to process something. You don't have to monetize every hobby. You don't have to monetize everything you do. And especially when it comes to processing your trauma, really take that into consideration. Why are you wanting to publish and monetize this? And when you're writing these things down, I encourage you to be as sincere as possible.
0: There's a moment in Emperor's New Groove where Cusco at the very beginning says, I was a perfectly normal, happy guy and they ruined my life for no reason. That immediately tells us, the audience, that this character is not sincere and he's possibly delusional. If you say something like that in your memoir, people are going to see through your
1: victimhood. They can detect if you're not being sincere. Most people acknowledge that a story has multiple sides and you are telling your story. When you are honest about your side of the story, honest especially with yourself, your readers are going to be far more engaged with your story because they are looking for people to relate to.
0: Now, if you are coming to this episode to learn more about how things work in a story and then making money off of it, one of the questions you probably have is about libel and defamation saying, hey, if I tell the truth about this politician in my memoir, can I get in trouble for it?
1: In most cases, memoir writers are protected in this because they are telling their true story. They are telling their side of how everything went down. Part of this is making sure you frame those stories in this is how I experienced this. You are
0: protected in you telling your story You are not necessarily protected from them coming back at you and going,
1: this is my side of the story. So you do have to kind of be careful with that. And this is where you especially want to make sure you are telling the truth as you know it. Because defamation and libel, which is written defamation, is a problem when you are making up stories, when you are telling lies. That's when it becomes libel and defamation. If you are telling the truth, especially if it's a provable truth, then they can't come after you with lawsuits for libel or defamation.
0: One of the things that you might consider, depending on the story that you're telling, is changing the names. Changing names to protect, especially victims in the
1: stories that you're telling. If you combine this, especially with a pen name, it helps protect everybody involved because it's not as identifiable that this person is writing about their life, so the person who did all these bad things to them must be so-and-so. If you are using a pen name and then you can change all the characters' names, you are still processing your story. You are still writing it and getting it out there for other people who may be experiencing something similar, but it protects you and other people involved from the potential kickbacks from that. If you are not already somebody who is rich and famous and whose name is well known, then it's not going to be a problem to use a pen name. If you are somebody who is well known, like maybe Elizabeth Smart, the victim of a very well known kidnapping, she's not going to write a story under a pen name because part of her name is tied very well with the acknowledgement that this terrible thing happened.
0: So, generally speaking, pen names might protect you from the people you don't want to see the story, but it also limits your marketing abilities. So make that decision based on what you want to do with the memoir after it's published.
1: Now, where things get problematic with memoir writing is if you try to change, exaggerate, or otherwise adjust a story to make it compelling to paint someone in a slightly different light, either for better or for worse. Any knowing change to the story makes that story a work of fiction. If you are changing plot details, if you are rearranging, if you are doing whatever, it then becomes a work of fiction instead of a memoir or history. Most of our listeners are not writing memoirs. So for the rest of you out there
0: who are looking at these moments that happen to you in real life and finding a way to integrate it into something that is very clearly marketed as fiction, what are the types of things you should keep in mind?
1: Something that I see a lot in writing forums or question that I've been asked rather frequently is, can I take this lived experience? Can I take this scenario that I was in and just stick it in a book? or can I base characters off of people I really know? Honestly, I don't think you can not
0: do this. <laughs> it's so difficult to tell a story without leaning on personal experiences, without it being a large part of the story that you're trying to tell. If you read my books, there's often either a very strong mentor character because I've had a lot of great people in that category in my life or a very strong sibling relationship. Personal life experiences are still used in telling stories that can't be helped.
1: There is kind of a spectrum in how much you use a true story or a real person in your fiction. You have the one end where you use a little bit of inspiration from real life. You pull from people you know to create people and characteristics and events. But then you can go to the other side that's a little bit closer to the memoir writing, where you do kind of based on a true story sort of tale. This happens a lot when people write about a historical figure and place them in made-up scenarios. And there may be events that actually happened written into this book, but it's all kind of based on true events because they weren't there. They didn't live it. They can't write a memoir about it. So it's a fictionalized true story.
0: I think I see most of the fictionalized true stories based on a true story in amateur horror where we moved into this house and this doll followed me around these types of things where you may have found a creepy doll as a kid. Some weird stuff might have happened, but you're exaggerating for the purpose of telling this story because it's fun. And that based on a true story, adds that little bit of extra scariness to
1: what could otherwise be mundanely explained. And there is a lot of use from using these experiences that you've lived through, these things that you know. It is very common advice for writers to write what they know and what do they know better than things that they've lived through. So if you are worried about using true events or people or whatever in your story in a fictionalized way... I wouldn't worry so much about it. So long as you are changing enough of the information, you base characters off of real people, you pull little pieces of their personality, but you also need to mix it with other people so that if somebody reads your story and they go, oh, this is the character you based on me, why are they a stick in the mud? (laughs) Pulling
0: characteristics and facets of a personality can be very helpful especially in that first draft when you're just trying to make the character believable. doesn't even have to be interesting, just believable. I have a deaf character in my book that I'm releasing soon, and a lot of his mannerisms when he's not actively engaged in the scene are based on this deaf friend that I have. So having these characteristics that you can pull from people you know make your characters
1: believable and makes them interesting. And it makes them feel a lot more real because they are based on real. When it comes to writing and using those true stories, don't shy away. They can be very helpful tools in your toolbox for writing real, for writing something that is engaging, that will draw your readers in. Don't shy away from it, but make sure you use it carefully. Apply the tool in the right way. You don't use a wrench to hammer in a nail. Telling your story is important, no matter how you choose to tell it, whether it is through a memoir or just little pieces of your life that you toss and sprinkle into your fiction. However you decide to go about it, make sure that you write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots@aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.